You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay authenticity guarantee and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head turning handbag, a watch that says it all. Jewelry that makes you feel like the gem. Sneakers and streetwear so fresh, every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is checked by experts. With eBay authenticity guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Boricua is the name for someone from Puerto Rico, but it's more than a name. It's a way of life and representation of the vibrant spirit of the island. Let the Boricua spirit welcome you with a warm embrace to start each day and remind you why you travel in the first place. In Puerto Rico, you can forget where you came from and embrace where you are. With nearly 300 beaches and 300 miles of coastline, there's always new places to explore. The island's diverse geography offers everything from secluded coves with white sand and crystalline water to stunning black sand beaches. There are spots that are perfect for water sports. You can surf, snorkel, paddleboard, or go diving. To travel to Puerto Rico, there is no passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com. What's up? This is your boy, Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Hell, I suck at dating. With Dean Ungler and Jared Haven, an iHeartRadio podcast. Hey, welcome to an all-new episode of Help, I Suck at Dating. I'm Jared Haven. Dean is... um, I don't know where the hell he is, to be honest. He's going to join us on the pockets at some point, but this is what happens when you record remotely and you live in a van. Uh, Sometimes you're here on the podcast and sometimes you have to find Wi-Fi somehow. But I have a wonderful guest that is joining me right off the top of the podcast. Uh, She's a stand-up comedian. She's an actress. She has a brand new comedy special uh, entitled, one of my favorite comedy special titles of all time, Never Been Kissed, because it's also one of my favorite rom-coms of all time, Nicole Birch. Nicole, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. Oh, my God, of course. Well, Nicole, are you a, are you a Bachelor fan? Do you watch uh, the show? I, okay, so I am, but not nearly as much as my mother. So Makes sense. I would, I'm actually quarantining at my mom's house right now, and I can tell her ears pressed against the door where we're recording this, because she's freaking out right now. Oh, that's amazing. Usually that's the response I'm used to. It's like, yeah, I kind of watch the show. My mom loves the show, though. If I had a nickel every time I heard that, uh, well, I wouldn't be doing this podcast. Um, (laughs) But Nicole, so you have a brand new special out that's been out for a couple months now. You recorded it before COVID went down because I've been been watching, uh, I watched it and I mean, it's a packed room. So how long ago did you record it? And then it came out, what, in August, I believe? Uh, it came out September 15th, but it, we shot it at the very end of 2018. Um, and so it took, uh, we were hoping to release it at the beginning of this year, but then COVID happened and I didn't know if I was going to be going on tour and what that would look like. And eventually I was like, you know, I really want this to get out while, while it's still timely. So we decided to just do the release date on September 15th. 
Um, it's very funny. I love when you talk about dating between uh, dating guys in Kansas and dating guys in Los Angeles and how people are like, oh, you know, dating is the same everywhere. And then you're like, but it's not. It's very different dating guys in Los Angeles versus dating guys in Kansas. So my question is, what? Why did you want to title it Never Been Kissed? Because obviously that's a play. Well, that's just a reference to uh, the 1990 romantic comedy, 1990s rom-com with Drew Barrymore. Right. So um, I was obsessed with that movie uh, when I was a teenager. I watched it. I had uh, no friends in high school, so I probably watched that film 300 times in one year. That's impressive. Um, yeah, it was. But, you know, I related to Drew Barrymore's character because she was like this nerdy girl and always like had a crush on the attractive, popular guys, but was always like dismissed. And so I really related to that. And then the main point of the comedy specialist to talk about a date that I actually go on with the leading man in Never Been Kissed, Michael Vartan. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so have you watched that movie recently? Oh, yeah. All right. So I love this movie as well. I'm going to humble brag for a second. I've met okay. David Arquette. Yay. Okay, great. And I really wanted, I wish I saw his car so I could call his car Bambi, but I didn't have the balls to do that. But he is a Bachelor fan and he knew who I was. So it was one of the greatest moments of my life because not only do I love Never Been Kissed, but I'm also a massive Scream fan. So to meet Deputy <sighs> Dewey in real life was quite a spectacular moment for myself. Um, but I also love that movie, but I just watched it recently. I got to be honest, the the whole teacher like falling in love with Drew Barrymore before he knows that she's an adult, like it's does something I can't get up. past now as being an adult. Yeah, does not hold up, especially not in like the environment the last few years. Yeah. I watched it and I was like, this is super inappropriate. I know, like post me too. Oh, good. Like you ah. just pull the t-shirt a little bit. Oh. No, you can't. You can't. Uh, um, so Nicole, what for well, I know you can't really talk about the date because it's like what the special is all about. But I guess like since we're a dating podcast, what has your experience been overall? dating uh in kansas dating in los angeles just dating in general um i think the biggest thing is that until i kind of did some soul searching and fixed who i was like up to that point which not that i still don't have plenty of work to do but up to that point i attracted um uh, the people of the same sort that hadn't figured their life out that didn't know who they were um and that was kind of traumatic in a lot of ways because a lot of the guys that I would date, I mean, my mom always said I could go into a bar with a hundred guys and I would walk out with the one drug addict. Like that's, <laughs> yeah, I would you pick the good ones. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, I don't attract that anymore, uh, which is great. Uh, I also, uh, you know, we make mistakes and stuff. There's people I've dated that I would <laughs> never date now given the same circumstances. So that's, you know, I guess that's growth. Yeah, you grow and learn. That's the whole point of dating, isn't it? So you can go out there, you can learn about the things that you do like and the things that you don't like. Yeah, a thousand percent. Like dating guys in Los Angeles kind of sucks. Oh man, it's it's such a bad time. (laughs) I feel very lucky because I moved out here uh, in late 2017 uh, and I was only here for like four or five months before I started dating my girlfriend, now wife. Uh, so I never really like experienced dating in LA all that much. And I was yeah. born and raised Rhode Island. So I can kind of sim- relate to you about dating in Kansas versus Los Angeles. Cause dating in Rhode Island is very different too. 
Uh, yeah, that's crazy. It's just because Los Angeles, there's so many like, you know, sparkly things that like everybody's always looking for the next best thing. Yeah. And it's, and everything's so spread out. And then you've got logistics, you've got travel time. So even if somebody's like 15 miles away, you're like, how are we going to commute? That's an hour and a half on drive. Um, and then, but yeah, you're right. Everybody's got the bigger, better deal syndrome and they're always looking somewhere else. Um, myself, uh, I'm also guilty of that. Oh, but yeah. it's been really, we it's all been, are. Yeah, LA's. But then in Kansas, it's like I asked my brother, I was like, what's your top three things you're looking for? When he was like 22, I asked him this. And he was like, well, career, wife, kids. And if I asked any of my male friends that were single in LA, they'd be like, well, career, the second career, third career, a car, maybe like a girlfriend. I don't know yeah. if I want to be a steady girlfriend. And then, uh, but like family and stuff was not even top 10. No, yeah. If she has an Instagram following, that would be great. That's a nice <laughs> bonus. Um, yeah, it's an interesting, it's an interesting, uh, look at the dating world. I'm glad that I get to look at it from the outside. I'm very lucky. Um, but yes. like, it, again, seeing how we're dating, I don't want to pry, but like, what's your, are you single now? Are you dating? No, I'm actually single. I have a one-year-old daughter. Um, what's her name? Uh, her name's Everly. Oh, yeah. that's a beautiful name. She, she's adorable. She is a ray of sunshine. When I say she's probably the smiliest baby I've ever seen, I don't know where she gets it. She is just pure joy all day long. I've been very, very lucky. Well, you're a professional yeah. stand-up comedian. Like, I'm sure yeah. Everly just, you're making her constantly laugh. That's why she yeah. always has a smile on her face. It. That could be it. That could be it. But yeah, no, so I'm single and um, her, her dad and I have never been together. We've mm -hmm. just been really good friends for like four years before that happened. And it was a one-time thing. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so that's, so out, even after the comedy special, my life got crazier wow. and now we have a one-year-old. Yeah. Um, and so what has dating during COVID been like for you? I have not dated at all. I, I, okay. So I did get back on Tinder. I'm currently in Kansas city. Tinder, and, huh? That seems like an interesting choice for all like the dating apps you could be on. Well, I think only because it's in Kansas City. Tinder oh. game in Kansas City is very different. Got it's it. very like there's like some courting going on, which is really nice. Where in LA, Tinder is just like a hookup site, right? Hookup central. Yeah, hookup central. Like that's what that's all you're there for. So this has been interesting. Um, but I still haven't met in person anybody. There was somebody I was talking to for a few weeks um, who's lovely. Who, of course, in Kansas, if he's available at my age, means he's divorced with three children. <laughs> um, so it's just very different. Oh uh, well, hey, I, I feel I feel for a lot of singles out there right now who are going through something similar because it's one dating is tough in general. Forget about COVID, but now you throw this pandemic in there. And dating is just a free-for-all. And now you have to worry about this virus and do I, you know, how much do I like this person to like risk getting COVID-19 to meet up with them? Do we go on six feet dates? Do we elbow? Like, it's so, like you just add another layer of stress onto dating that's already a stressful uh, experience. Yeah. yeah, a thousand percent. My daughter, um, her father, Craig, um, He's actually quarantining in Utah, but then goes back to, back and forth to LA to work. Mm -hmm. And for him, it, his dating game is going great. And I get to hear all the stories and it is 
hilarious to me because same thing with Utah. He's like, all these women are ready to commit. They're ready to get married. They're down to have more kids. They don't mind that I have a daughter, like all this stuff. And he goes, but in LA, it's even for him, even for a guy, he goes, it's completely 180. He goes, I've been stood up twice because the girl forgot we had a date. And I was like, what is happening? He's like, it's, it's so, it's so strange right now. Yeah. But he's, but he's, he's for it being COVID and stuff. I was like, man, are you being like, careful? Are you like sanitizing? Are you like saying, he's like, yeah, we did a six feet distant date one time where they stayed six feet apart. Yeah. They did the elbow nudge, like you said. And I was like, that's so crazy. It is crazy. But you know, it's just kind of like the time we're living in. So yeah. I'm sure there's a lot of women that are listening to this and, and can relate to being in the dating world with kids because that adds a different element. And we always talk about that on this podcast. I want to ask you how early on, on a date or, or, or meeting someone, would you tell them you have kids? Does that, does that question make sense? Like, would yeah, you- yeah. I, w- I, mean, I would probably, I, depending on it, like, I think if it's on, if you're doing online, I, I put it out there that I have a daughter. Got like it. I just like, let's skip to that. If it is somebody that I've met um, organically at a party or something like that, and we hit it off. I mean, I still would do it pretty early on. I just, I mean, I know it's one of those things because it's like, well, I don't want to scare them off. But I'm like, well, this is also what it is. Like, yeah, because you're, you're, you're not just for- looking for a, a partner. You're looking for somebody who's willing to be a dad pretty quickly, I would imagine. Yeah. Yeah. And my thing with that is since having her, I've become so much pickier mm-hmm. because the guys I dated before, I was like, oh, you just have to have like you know, you have to have a car and a sense of humor. And now I'm like, no, you need a 401k in the Disney plus channel. Like you have to have, you know? Yeah. That's on your Tinder profile. It's like looking for a nice guy for one. Okay. For one. (laughs) K, If I could say it properly. Um, I also want to talk about your standup because I am, I love going to comedy shows. Uh, I'm lucky because we live in West Hollywood. So, I mean, obviously not recently, but we live near the Laugh Factory comedy store. Some of my favorite yeah. comedians growing up, like Bill Burr is my favorite comedian of all he's time. He's my favorite. Oh, uh, he's virtual he's high five. Yes. yes, high five. Yes. So we have never been kissed in common and and Bill Burr. I Bill uh, Burr. Do you listen to the Monday Morning Podcast? I haven't. I haven't yet. Oh, you gotta, it's just him rambling. It's hysterical. Um, any interview he does, because that's what he does is he rants, right? So, but any interview or even like late night, I can watch those videos over and over and over because they just give him a little nugget and he rolls with it so hard. There's interviews of him with Conan O'Brien that I've probably watched at least 50 times. Yeah. Because then Conan cracks up and it's just, I love Bill Burr. I also like, when I was growing up as a teen, I was, Dane Cook was very influential in my life. Because he was yeah. like the first guy to ever use social media as a ways to promote his mm-hmm. work. I remember him yeah. on MySpace, like putting dates out there and like where he was going to be. And he was one of the, like a pioneer in that in that realm. Yeah. Richard Pryor was a big one for me when I was a kid. Yeah. Uh, Eddie Murphy. Um, who else? Yeah. But now I, I like I, I listen to obviously Joe Rogan a lot. Nikki Glaser. I listen to a lot. Um, yeah. But who are some of your idols? Uh, like, why did you want to get into the stand up comedy world? Like I, when it comes to stand up, I also like Lewis Black and I'm not, I don't do political humor at all, mm-hmm. but I'm like, for him, I think he's fantastic. Yeah. Um, 
I think uh, I, there's so much of my stuff that is a little similar to Amy Schumer, which we, you know, blonde hair, blue eyes. So I'm like, try not to hit that home too hard, but a lot of her stuff, Dane Cook, I think it was his HBO special. The, what was the circle? Oh, you know, uh, the, uh, vicious circle. Yes. And he did one of my favorite bits about uh, religion and that he goes, you know, like an atheist was like, Oh, our ashes, turn into soil and then the soil grows into a tree and it goes, but then you cut the tree down and they print the Bible on you. Oh yeah. 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 That to me was like, I was like, that was the strongest. I, I adored that entire. Yeah. I've always just been uh, fascinated with standup comedy. So, and I I was watching your special and I got to be honest, you have a natural charisma on stage and uh, I I think you have a very, very bright future ahead of you. Um, Thank you. Oh, it's so true, because I, you know, I'm certainly not an expert in the field by any stretch, but I've seen enough comedy specials to know that, you know, some people just have a, a certain um, aura about them when they're on stage and they're confident and funny and self-deprecating and, and certain timing with jokes and, and jokes that you're telling. Because some, some people, I feel like they go on stage and, and they're telling jokes and you can tell that they're jokes that are not authentic to them. One of the reasons why I love comedy so much is because it feels like somebody's telling the story of their life, but in a comedic way that's relatable. And that's what I get from you when you're talking about your dating life and how awkward it is meeting new people. um, It's uh, it's really authentic. It's very funny. And I can't tell you how much I enjoyed it. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, I think um, I because I started off in like sketch comedy. So I think uh, I obviously have people in stand up that I love. But I was always like a Lucille Ball, Carol Burnett. Like that was my, that's my jam. And so I did Groundlings in LA and I got to wear all the wigs and mustaches and everything. Um, So stand-up is definitely a different art form. And I originally started doing it uh, because I was writing scripts. And I was like, well, what jokes work best? Let's try it out on stage. And it was able to like kind of combine my writing with performance art, but I was still able to be myself. And with that, like, I love storytelling. It's my favorite thing to do. That said, when somebody's like, hey, tell us a joke. I'm like, I don't, I don't really tell. (laughs) Why did the chicken cross the road? I don't know. (laughs) I don't, I don't do those at all. I'm like, anybody's like, what's the quickest joke you have? And I'm like, it's still going to take about 35 seconds. So like that, you know, so I've, I've, really come to appreciate that I don't think I'm a typical comic that's, you know, at the clubs six, seven nights a week or mm-hmm. tours the country, but I do really love storytelling and it's very cathartic to like share some of my really embarrassing moments. Mm-hmm. Um, and then to have people come up afterwards and be like, Oh my gosh, something similar happened to me. Thank you for making me laugh about it. That stuff. That's the reason I do it. Cause I, to that human connection with other people's like paramount. Yeah. Um, and before you go, because your, your, your special is called never been kissed. Do you remember your first kiss? Oh my gosh. Yes. Okay. His name was Steve Oshlager. Okay. You remember his first and last name? Yes. His name was Steve Oshlager and he was a senior and I was a freshman. Wow. You badass. Look at you go. And he was a varsity baseball player. You you were a freshman, and your your first kiss with a was with a senior varsity baseball player. Yes. You said you had no friends. I don't believe you anymore. This was I was new to this school. It's actually in the town my mom lives in right now. There was only four hundred kids in the entire high school, and he like 
looking back, he definitely like swooped in. and was like, Ooh, fresh meat. Cause everybody know he, you're either related to half the town or <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that's your option. Yeah. Or your second cousins with them. Or your second cousins. And yeah. so like, we actually had to find out like, we're not related. Right. And we weren't, thank goodness. So I remember like when we were kissing, this is so embarrassing. <laughs> okay. Oh, I can't wait to hear it. Okay. We were kissing. And I was like, I think I'm, I think I'm doing it right. I've watched enough movies, right? This is right. And like, we stopped for a minute and I was like, is this like, and we were, he was holding me really close. Obviously we're fully clothed. I'm, you know, a freshman in high school, whatever. But I asked him, I was like, is this, is this what sex is? And he was like, no, what are you talking about? And I was like, well, just because like, we're, you know, we're just like really close. Yeah. He's like, you know what it is, right? And I was like, yeah, but I don't like, my, I'm like, my hormones are going crazy. And he's like, yeah, you need to calm down. And he did not talk to me after that. Aww. And he told everybody I asked if we were having sex, fully clothed. <sighs> Very embarrassing. I mean, it's a hell of a first kiss story. I'll tell you that much. Yeah, yeah. I was like, this is how babies are made. And he's like, absolutely not. That's not what this is. It's funny about that. I was watching Hocus Pocus last night and- mm -hmm great movie oh phenomenal right. and obviously yeah. you, you know they say that uh, uh max is a virgin that lights the black flame candle when i was yeah. a kid i obviously had no idea what a virgin was so i asked my mom mom what's a virgin and she goes oh it's uh when um somebody's not married they're a virgin <laughs> <laughs> and looking back i was like what a great explanation at the time I, like good. way to think That's fast on your feet mom that's good parenting right there. That's, yeah. that's, that's great. Uh, my first kiss uh, is definitely not as cool. I was, a, a, what was I? I was a sophomore in high school and I went to a dance with a girl from a different high school that I really liked, but of course never made a move on. And we were dancing and she was dancing like I was behind her with my arms around her and she was facing away from me. So like, you know, like it was, it was yeah. kind of like for, for what was I 14, 15 at the time. It was very yeah. sexual. Like her butt yeah. was against me. It, yeah. was, it was pretty intense. And, yeah. but it was really sweet. And it was towards the end of the night. And obviously I never made a move, but she, she like looked back at me and uh, she leaned in and kissed me. And that was my first <gasps> kiss. And it was just a peck, but I, I like immediately turned red uh, it was a cool moment. Uh, because I like I didn't even make the move on my first kiss. She's the one who leaned in and kissed me. Oh, that's awesome. And uh, yeah, my wife obviously yelling the story of Jared's life because I, as she can attest to, I I <laughs> rarely make first moves. It's just it's quite pathetic actually. But it worked out because now we're married. Um, <laughs> but uh, but very cool. Well, uh, Nicole, I just wanted to say thank you so much for joining us today. We really appreciate it. You're a pleasure to have on the podcast. Um, absolutely thank you for having me oh my god everybody who is listening please go watch Nicole's special uh, Never Been Kissed uh, it is on I know it's streaming on Apple TV Amazon where else is yep. where, where else? Uh, you can also get it I think you can get it on YouTube and Vimeo but Amazon and Apple TV are your best that's the that's the main ones and perfect and wh what's your Instagram yeah. where people can follow you I'm Nicole Birch Comedy Nicole Birch Comedy. Go follow her right now. I, I stalked your Instagram a little bit. I saw a cameo from Justin Long, which obviously I loved. Uh, it's such a weird thing. It's, it's such a weird thing, but a fantastic thing. So go follow Nicole. Yeah. Go watch her special, Never Been Kissed, streaming right now. Nicole, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Bye. True love is always being excited from the first moment you see one another and every time after that. It's taking long walks together in the summer, 
gazing longingly into each other's eyes and, well, watching their tail wag when they chase a squirrel in the yard. The pedigree brand asked about believing in love at first sight. And honestly, the answer is yes. Ashley adopted Lois and I didn't know until I actually picked her up and saw her with my own eyes that we were taking this dog home. But I took one look at Lois and my life has never been the same and I love her so much and I'm very grateful for that moment that Ashley decided to adopt Lois. So it really was love at first sight for me. Adopting a dog can lead to a lifetime of meaningful connections. A pedigree loyalty survey revealed that 95% of dog owners say that the bond they have with their dogs is closer than expected. And another pedigree loyalty survey revealed 90% of first-time dog owners report that having a dog improved at least one relationship in their lives. We have adopted two dogs. First was Pappy and the second was Alistair. And I got to tell you, I didn't know I could love such a little creature so much with Pappy. He just stole our hearts right away. He was so attached to us. And even with Alistair, we got him and we fostered at first and then decided to adopt not long after that. Just a few days after. They bring so much light into our lives. After we lost Pappy, I was, Kaylin and I agreed to maybe take a couple months off from having a dog in our lives. And not even a week later, we we couldn't stand it anymore. There's just so much light that coming home to a dog brings into our lives. And and whenever we're on a trip, all we can ever think about is coming back home and seeing Alistair. So I I love adoption. I think adopting dogs is the way to go. They are so grateful for it. They definitely love you harder because they know what you took them from and and the great life that you're giving them. Real love can exist between pet and pet parent. Pedigree is committed to helping more dogs find loving homes, and we can attest that love at first sight is closer than you think. It's available at your local dog shelter. Find love at first sight with the Pedigree Adoption Drive June 7th to 9th, and the Pedigree brand will reimburse your dog adoption fees nationwide. Visit pedigree.com slash adoption dash drive to learn more about the adoption drive and to see full terms and conditions. At Walmart, there's a whole collection of black-led products that fit into your daily routine. We encourage you to show black founders some love, not just during Black History Month, but all year long. There is power in every purchase. Every time we purchase from a black-led brand, we make room for another black-led brand. Black founders and the products they bring to the table are creating a whole new world of choices at Walmart. Some amazing black-owned businesses that are available at Walmart include The Lip Bar, Zach and Zoe Honey, Partake Cookies. The list goes on and on. Go to walmart.com slash black and unlimited to discover all the amazing black owned products you can add to your daily routine. Everyone knows how much Dean and I love to travel, especially after enduring a Colorado winter. I'll take any chance I can to be in a sunny, beachy place right about now. Well, Kaylin, I have the perfect place we can travel to next. In Puerto Rico, there are nearly 300 beaches and 300 miles of coastline. And when it comes to photography, the landscape is unbeatable. I think I need to go there for a relaxing vacation before baby number two comes, which is great, but also I'm very nervous. Puerto Rico offers everything from secluded coves with white sand and crystalline water to beautiful black sand beaches. There's no passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com. Welcome back to Help I Suck at Dating. Still no Dean as of right now. And we're going to, so we're going to do emails right now. We might do some dating terms. And then we're going to talk to Demario and Becky later on in the episode. Hopefully Dean will be there for that. But right now, Dean, uh, we're pretty sure. All right, here's the story, people. So <laughs> earlier today, Dean texted us and said, hey, is there anyone who can push the podcast time back? 
because I, you know, I need more time. We didn't know why. And we couldn't because we had a guest. We had Nicole and she was timed to, to come in. So we couldn't push it back. So now we're like, Dean, how much longer do you need? And he's like, well, I guess I'll just read the exact text message, <laughs> shall I? Because that just really Please. does it justice. So where is this thing? So Becky, our wonderful producer, says, Dean, what's your ETA? Dean goes, you guys, I'm so far away from being available. (laughs) (laughs) So a a couple like last year at some point, I don't know if you guys remember this episode, but we talked about tracking each other. And then we realized that Mark tracks Dean. So we were like, oh, let's find out where he is and why he can't be on the podcast right now. Where is he, Mark? I tracked him to the Indian Hills Golf Course ah. in Harupa, California. Do you know what hole he's on? Is he, is he in a fairway? <laughs> I don't have that level of detail. It looked like he might be in the club. Then he looked like he was on a fairway. Now he's back. Uh, he could be in some sort of a structure. It's hard to tell. But So then I texted him out of the blue, and I said, can you just go to the pro shop and jump on Zoom? And he wrote back, ha ha, pro shop? <laughs> Playing dumb. And I wrote back, you appear to be at a golf course. And he said, oh no, I forgot I shared my location. Yes, I will Zoom in, I just need a moment. So uh, that's where we are. And that's where we are right now. So I mean, I just pray that at least he's playing well. Because I swear <laughs> to God, if he shoots like a 92 and misses this podcast because of that, <laughs> pointless. Your point was a good one, though. How does he? How is he so lovable that he just gets away with this stuff all the time? Oh, if I did this, I'd be. If I did all the shit that Dean does, I would have been fired at least, <laughs> at least by December of 2019. But like <laughs> Dean, it's just like even talking about this podcast, we're all laughing because we're like, oh, this is so Dean. It's just, it's so endearing, adorable. But you know what? The guy's, you know, he's a lovable, sweet man. And he's just—he's so endearing. You—it's only—it makes for good content. You know what I mean? The end of the yeah, day. Yeah, sure. All right. This is from anonymous. She says, "I met this guy on Hinge during the pandemic. He's ten years older than me. I'm 28. He's 38. The first date was okay. The second date was really good. He put in a lot of effort. Took me to one of my favorite restaurants that he had remembered. I had said. He also mentioned he had a broken engagement that ended in October of 2019, but didn't elaborate. That night, we ended up sleeping together." The third date was just not good. I felt the conversation was forced. The spark that I feel should be there by now just wasn't there. And I don't even really enjoy being around him as a friend. After the third date, he mentioned he cried that day in therapy, talking about his past relationship. He said his ex left him by walking out the back door and blindsiding him. Then had two movers come a couple hours later to move her things out. I appreciate his honesty, but I feel like his emotions are still too raw and he's not ready for a relationship. Should I give this guy another chance or explain to him that we're not on the same page? Or do I ghost him and just fade away? Well, definitely don't ghost. <laughs> I love that that's, you know, that's what you want us to say, right? You want us to say, yeah, ghost him. Yeah, whatever. screw him. Just never talk to him again. Never respond to any of his messages. Definitely don't ghost. Just if you're, I, what I'm confused about is how did it go from being so good on the second date to the point that you, you slept with him? to going to so bad on the third date that you're considering ghosting him. Like, what the hell happened in between there? That is a roller coaster. 
that's such a roller coaster because she says the first date was okay. The second date was really good. He put a lot of effort in to the point where they slept together that night. And then the third date went so poorly that she doesn't even really enjoy being around him as a friend. Is that me? Is that? That's Dean. Shut <laughs> this fucking guy. This fucking guy. Dean. Hey, guys. Oh, this guy. <laughs> How is everyone? Oh, great. What Thank music you. is that in the background? Do you know how nice it is to hear your voices and see your faces? Oh, my <laughs> God. How lucky am I? Dean. Can I get a, can I get a TLDR? What did I miss? <laughs> oh, God. How much crap have you guys talked about in the past 30 minutes? Oh, a lot. How's your stroke today? Um, well, I don't understand what you, Mark is very insinuating, insinuative about uh, me being at a golf course today. Very false. It couldn't be more false. Fake news. Uh, Dean, I swear to God, if you're shooting like a 90 or above and you miss the podcast because of that, I, like you better be shooting at least a 74, 75 if you're going to just ditch us on the podcast. Again, I don't know where this weird uh, <laughs> conceptions of me playing golf are coming from, but I appreciate you guys uh, being understanding me being a little bit late. Anyway, so let me know what I've missed. It, maybe for the listener, too, that has just tuned in to the 35-minute mark in the podcast. No, they've been listening uh, for 35 minutes, man. <laughs> they Wait, wait. Where's, where's the music coming from? I'm curious about that because your music interrupted me while I was – telling anonymous about what she should or should not do with this guy no that wasn't music that was uh that was what was that that was uh the pause music for your brain when you have to think about something sometimes you just have this ongoing you know cycle of music that plays that's what that was got it sorry ashley almost just died uh but uh <laughs> Uh, that's interesting that we all had that brain music going on, all of us and all the thousands of listeners, hopefully thousands of listeners. I think the listeners. only thing that we can really do at this point is just chalk it up to serendipity and move on to the next thing. All right. So let's give our advice on this email quick and then let's break and then let's bring in Demario. All right. Hold on. Mark, oh, should we read the email again or should... No, let's just you and I just, just take care of it. Uh, I would say that it is time to move on. You don't feel the spark. Probably shouldn't have slept with him. Whatever. Hope that was enjoyable. But you're right. He's not ready yet. And you're welcome to explain that to him. And that's why you're moving on. That's our. That's my advice. Yeah, that's my advice too. He doesn't seem ready for a relationship. He's got some emotional baggage with him. Rightfully so. If you just had a broken up engagement like less than a year ago. I'm curious. I'm curious when they met during the pandemic because Anonymous just says that I met Sky and Hinge during the pandemic. Was it in April? Was it in July, September? Because that obviously makes a difference how far away from this engagement it was. But like, yeah, if it if it's already going to the point where the second date was so high now the third date's so low you don't even want you're you don't even want to talk to this guy anymore probably not the best thing probably just walk away but don't ghost let him know well this podcast i mean who the hell knows at this point but the good thing about this podcast is that it has created a relationship we talked about it last week or the week before our producer becky met uh, a guy who listens to help i suck at dating that's what we're doing we're just connecting people so we're going to talk to demario the guy she's talking to uh, right after this.
True love is always being excited from the first moment you see one another and every time after that. It's taking long walks together in the summer, gazing longingly into each other's eyes, and, well, watching their tail wag when they chase a squirrel in the yard. The pedigree brand asked about believing in love at first sight. And honestly, the answer is yes. Ashley adopted Lois, and I didn't know until I actually picked her up and saw her with my own eyes that we were taking this dog home. But I took one look at Lois, and my life has never been the same, and I love her so much, and I'm very grateful for that moment that Ashley decided to adopt Lois. So it really was love at first sight for me. Adopting a dog can lead to a lifetime of meaningful connections. A pedigree loyalty survey revealed that 95% of dog owners say that the bond they have with their dogs is closer than expected. And another pedigree loyalty survey revealed 90% of first-time dog owners report that having a dog improved at least one relationship in their lives. We have adopted two dogs. First was Pappy and the second was Alistair. And I got to tell you, I didn't know I could love such a little creature so much with Pappy. He just stole our hearts right away. He was so attached to us. And even with Alistair, we got him and we fostered at first and then decided to adopt not long after that. Just a few days after. They bring so much light into our lives. After we lost Pappy, I was, Kaylin and I agreed to maybe take a couple months off from having a dog in our lives. And not even a week later, we we couldn't stand it anymore. There's just so much light that coming home to a dog brings into our lives. And and whenever we're on a trip, all we can ever think about is coming back home and seeing Alistair. So I I love adoption. I think adopting dogs is the way to go. They are so grateful for it. They definitely love you harder because they know what you took them from and and the great life that you're giving them. Real love can exist between pet and pet parent. Pedigree is committed to helping more dogs find loving homes, and we can attest that love at first sight is closer than you think. It's available at your local dog shelter. Find love at first sight with the Pedigree Adoption Drive June 7th to 9th, and the Pedigree brand will reimburse your dog adoption fees nationwide. Visit pedigree.com slash adoption dash drive to learn more about the adoption drive and to see full terms and conditions. At Walmart, there's a whole collection of black-led products that fit into your daily routine. We encourage you to show black founders some love, not just during Black History Month, but all year long. There is power in every purchase. Every time we purchase from a black-led brand, we make room for another black-led brand. Black founders and the products they bring to the table are creating a whole new world of choices at Walmart. Some amazing black-owned businesses that are available at Walmart include The Lip Bar, Zach and Zoe Honey, Partake Cookies. The list goes on and on. Go to walmart.com slash black and unlimited to discover all the amazing black owned products you can add to your daily routine. Everyone knows how much Dean and I love to travel, especially after enduring a Colorado winter. I'll take any chance I can to be in a sunny, beachy place right about now. Well, Kaylin, I have the perfect place we can travel to next. In Puerto Rico, there are nearly 300 beaches and 300 miles of coastline. And when it comes to photography, the landscape is unbeatable. I think I need to go there for a relaxing vacation before baby number two comes, which is great, but also I'm very nervous. Puerto Rico offers everything from secluded coves with white sand and crystalline water to beautiful black sand beaches. There's no passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com. Welcome back to Help a Shuck at Dating. I don't know why I said it that way, but we have our wonderful, amazing, beautiful, sweet, kind, hardworking producer, Becky. Becky, first of all, how are you? 
I'm good. How are you? I'm nervous, but I'm good. Uh, you should be nervous. I mean, I, I think Dean's still on the line, and, and we are preparing ourselves to grill uh, this new man in your life. So first of all, Becky, tell us, how did you meet DeMario, and where are you guys at right now? So um, DeMario slid into the DMs on Instagram. Slid right in. Classic. And um, he was very polite, not corny, not creepy. And uh, he said, hi, like this came across your Instagram randomly and uh, just wanted to say that uh, I'm, I'm very vocal on like things that I've been through on my Instagram and he's like I think your story's beautiful and you're beautiful and I'd love to get to know more about you um, hope you have a great day and so then that led into us like exchanging numbers eventually and then we started texting and he said um, I have a confession uh, I actually heard your interview on Help I Suck at Dating. It was the first time I had ever listened to the podcast. And I was like, who is this girl? I need to find her. <laughs> and then uh, I guess he found me on Instagram. And yeah, that's that's basically. You know, it's what this podcast is all about, really. Just bringing right. people together. I mean, first of all, I already like this guy because he listens to the podcast. So he's already got a thumbs up by me. Uh, so how long ago was this and how long have you guys been talking for? Uh, I think it's been like two or three weeks now. All right. So, so it's still very, very, early. very early. Yeah. Very and, early. And Jared, we have questions for this guy, right? Because I've got uh, Becky, obviously we gotta, we gotta get to the bottom of this. Right. And so we've got some questions and we're going to have him on and, and kind of get, uh, it, I don't understand how this is going to work though. Is Becky going to be a co-interviewer of her own, um, uh, quote unquote boyfriend no or is it going to be just us two the whole time i'm not allowing this dean it's you me and demario becky you just you listen you watch you learn and see if we can all uh get approval for this guy to further pursue you in a romantic i'm gonna direction i'm gonna tell you what right now i'm excited but i i the, the one thing that stuck with me was Becky saying that she's nervous. And the, the curiosity to me beckons, what is Becky curious about? I don't I don't know yet. I guess I haven't asked some questions. So I feel like you guys are going to ask those questions. And I will see how those answers how i feel about those answers um, well i think yeah. that's a that's a perfect segue into the next question that i have for you is are there yeah. any questions that you want us to ask him on your behalf what are his intentions ah all right becky how old are you again good one good one good one <laughs> um i'm 23 23 okay just want to get some uh and then you are you're in la right Mm-hmm. i'm all in right. la yeah. Um, so there's the big plot twist. He's 29 and he lives in Michigan. That's that's what I was get, gearing towards because I'm going to ask yeah. him about that long distance relationship. Where would he move? Let's really dive deep into this. So I think uh, Dean and I are <laughs> we're ready for Demario to join this this group chat whenever. OK, let's bring him on. I'm going to be honest with you guys. I'm nervous right now as well. <laughs> Dean, what would you shoot today? Now I'm curious. I don't know what you're talking about, uh, but you my, nerves, my nerves are through the roof. Hey, Demario, how are you? Good. How's it going, guys? Good. I'm Jared. 
Jared, nice to meet you, man. Nice to meet you as well. Thank you so much for coming on. Yeah, thank you for having me. Of course. Appreciate it. Uh, Dean uh, is hey. here as well. There he is. Yeah, sorry, sorry, sorry. Uh, Demario, hey, how are you? It's good to see you. You look fantastic. It's a pleasure to meet you. It's a pleasure to thank meet you, guy man. That, it's a pleasure <laughs> to meet the guy that one of our producers has been gushing about nonstop. Oh, my God. Seemingly, it's been the past month. Yeah, it's been almost a month now, man. It's been it's been awesome. It's been a great month. Um, my first time listening to you guys' podcast, Becky was on it, and I'm like, who is this wonderful girl? <laughs> so it's been great. So, uh, all right, let me ask you this, Demario. Why do you listen to like? Are you are you are you? Do you know the Bachelor? Is that why you listen to our podcast? Man, Jared, I got hooked on the Bachelor, dude. Um, <laughs> at what season on nick by all season oh good old i got reeled in exactly exactly so i got hooked and then i just can't stop watching it which is um kind of funny within itself but yeah so i listened to a few different podcasts and i saw your guys's so i'm like oh i need to check it out (laughs) i gotta check it out and it just so happened to be the um that specific podcast that that specific episode that works out very well Okay, so let's, let's do tomorrow. It. You said you've been a fan of Bachelor since Nick by All season. You said you've been a fan of Almost Famous. You said you've been a fan of Scrubbing in with Becca Tilly and Tanya Rad. What took you so gosh darn long to finally check out Help I Suck at Dating? I'm just curious. What is our barrier entry here for the, for the <laughs> listeners such as yourself? You know, dude, that's a really good question. I and to be completely honest, I don't know because I sucked at dating, so I should have been listening to it. Um, for a while now, <laughs> I'm like right there with you. Um, but I'm happy that I'm a fan now. I love, I love you guys' podcast. I've been doing like a recap, so I just went back and listened to the episode with Tasha and a few other ones. So I'm hooked. I'm, I'm, I'm a fan now. Well, thank you. It we appreciate that. That's fine. <laughs> That's totally fine by us. So, Demario, before we start talking about Becky, tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah, man. So I'm 29 years old. I'm from Michigan. Um, I was born in Flint, um, as I'm sure that you've heard different news stories, of course, of things going on in Flint right now. Very resilient city, though. Mm-hmm. Um, I just finished grad school this past April. Weird time to graduate yeah. during the pandemic. Um, and I work in local government. So I work for a small a small city, a small village here, here in, in Michigan. Well, that's awesome. Well, congratulations on graduating, man. That's awesome. Man, thank you so much for that. Oh, of course. So... So you're doing your thing in Michigan. You listen to our podcast. You heard Becky's voice. <laughs> what was it about Becky on the podcast that made you want to inquire more? Most definitely. Very good question. Very good question. I would say two different things. I think the first one was she just seemed like she had a huge personality, like in a good way. Um, and that's that's what I look for, like in a, in a spouse, you know, um, in a girl. And the second thing was, it was huge for me that she had a that she, her relationship um, with faith and with God. And she's celibate. I've actually been celibate myself for two years now. Um, and that's hard to navigate, even as a guy mm-hmm. <laughs> in dating. So that, that was huge. And so I said, who's this fun girl that um, likes to have a good time, as I can tell from that podcast? Let me, let me go do a little digging and, and inquire about this. <laughs> So you looked up on Instagram and what was your, did you have like a, not a plan? I don't want to say that, but like a lot of guys who are thinking about sliding into the DMS, 
Like they, they don't yeah, execute think, it well. You know what I mean? Not a lot of guys get replies. You got a reply. So what was your plan going into that? Dude, dude I didn't know if I was going to get a reply first off. Let's just start there. <laughs> because I have that. I went to Grand Valley in my, um, I went to Grand Valley State University here in, here in Michigan. And so I thought she's going to be like, who is this random guy from Michigan following me on Instagram, you know? And so I, I thought about it for a while. I, I think that I actually followed her uh, like three days before I actually slid into her DMs. No, that's smart. <laughs> and I thought, you know what? Yeah, yeah. I had to wait to see if she was going to follow me back first. And she did, luckily. And so I thought, let me do it. It was a random Sunday. And I thought, let's just try it. Let's see what happens. And she replied. We started texting and FaceTiming. And here we are. Demario, I'll, I'll be honest with you. Coming into this conversation, I was a little bit skeptical because Jared and I obviously are going to be very protective of the people that are close to us, Becky being one of those people. Uh, and I heard this story and I, in the back of my head, my immediate thought was, okay, there's, this is, this is something's wrong with this, but Definitely. after having <laughs> met you now and having had a conversation with you and hearing about where you're from, your motivation for obviously you're in the middle of your MBA. Um, and honestly, when Becky said that she was celibate and she said that she was tr having trouble dating someone because of that fact and then hearing that you are also doing the same thing. Now I'm a bit of a believer, but now my, my question for you is, I know we're still early. You, I, I think we even touched on it at the beginning of this, that it's not even a month, but like you said earlier, Jared and I are from the bachelor. We love to get into timelines. My question for you is what are your intentions with our, uh, lovely Becky moving forward at, at least at this point three to four weeks into it for sure I appreciate that question very good questioning um, I would say firstly that I I think that it's so remarkable and very respectable that you guys look out for her like that first off um, that's really cool um, and so my intentions are 100% pure I think that she has just like an infectious personality and smile and so um, I want to continue to continue to get to know her more on a personal level. I think that what has really drawn me in a lot is that we kind of skipped the whole surface level questions, you know, that you first asked someone on dates and we went straight into being vulnerable with one another. Um, and that was so important. And so my intentions are, I want to continue to get to know her. I want to um, eventually come out and see her come out to LA and really meet up and see what happens from there. I, I absolutely love this. I'm I think excited this is for Tomorrow, you, you'll honestly seem like uh, an incredible human being, and we obviously know Becky is as well. Um, so, yeah, so I guess what are the next steps for you guys, you think? Because this has been, uh, funny enough to say, it, it has been a quarantine relationship, right? Because you guys have met online. <laughs> you've been talking through that. And that's that has been the essence of quarantine and this pandemic since basically March or April. Um but so, so you're still out in Michigan, right? And then obviously Becky lives here in Los Angeles. What, what do you kind of exactly. think? Exactly. Exactly. I think that I think that it's something that you can work through. Right. I think distance, of course, sucks, <laughs> but you can work through it. Um, next steps for me would be coming out there. My, my job is super flexible. And so I think next steps would be would be coming out there. To actually taking her on a date <laughs> and getting to know who she is more as a person and hopefully taking that to that not putting so much pressure on it now but taking it to that next level taking it to the to that next step 
What are your thoughts about a long distance relationship? Yeah, Jerry, I think the long distance relationships, I've done it once actually, like right after high school. Um, so I know that they can work. It takes a lot of work. You have to be transparent and have a lot of good communication, mm-hmm. um, which we both do. We, we, I can tell that she does as well. And so that's the most important thing. But I think that they can work just like any other relationship. It takes trust, respect, and, and communication. I mean, Demario, listen, you turned me a skeptic into an absolute believer. And now I'm way too, <laughs> I'm way too invested in this love story to let it flop. So we need to figure out a way to make this work. Oh my gosh, Dean, that means a lot. And dude, I was kind of skeptical about it myself, <laughs> like being completely honest. But as the weeks go on, I'm like, this can really work out. I mean, listen, I think I think it would be weirder for you not to have been skeptical. So I think that's a good sign. <laughs> right. I, I think that there's a lot of authenticity that's implanted in that too. So I'm I'm all for it at this point. Uh, Man, so that means a lot. So Damari, before you go, I have a I have a couple like rapid fire questions for you. Just because, listen, Let's do it. Full transparency, Becky's listening. So you know, you guys are two weeks into talking. <laughs> figured, you know, Becky kind of wants to probably know a little bit more about you. And what better way to yeah. do that than ask you some quick firing questions? Right. I usually think quickly on my feet, so let's see how it goes. I I like that. All right. So first one. <laughs> Should a guy pay for a first date? Yes. Ooh. Would you rather stay in or go out? Go out. Uh, with with the exception, can I add something? You can go put a caveat in that. Yeah, there we go. There we go. I would rather go out to a nice dinner with the intentions of coming back in, having a nice movie in or something like that. Okay. Okay. So a little bit of going out, but also staying home. Combo. Exactly. A little would, combo. Uh, would you rather get up early or stay up late? Stay up late, but I have to get up early for work now, man. But you're not an early bird. I'm I'm not a super early bird. <laughs> All right. That's fine. That's something Becky might like. Would you rather ask for help or figure it out on your own? Ask for help for sure. And I haven't always been like that. <laughs> uh this one uh all right. So if you're choosing a movie, comedy or horror? Comedy. Would you rather lose the ability? To hear or walk? <laughs> oh, well, I couldn't walk for, I tore my ACL last year, so I really couldn't walk for about a month. Oh, Jesus, so, how'd you do that? <laughs> oh, my gosh, man. I was playing basketball. I kind of slipped, fell, tore my ACL meniscus, and partially tore my MCL. Holy crap. Crazy story. Yeah. <laughs> but we're good now. Well, that's good. Uh, Demario, would you rather change sex every time you sneeze or would you rather not be able to tell the difference between muffins and babies? <laughs> that's a, that's hilarious. Um, I need you to think about this before you give an answer because there's a right and wrong answer here. This is very so important. You change sex every time you sneeze. Think about how often you sneeze. If you sneeze a lot, exactly. you're not the best choice. If you don't sneeze often, it might be up your alley. Or do you want to not be able to tell the difference between muffins and babies? And you got to think about the repercussions about that. Um, both would be a little weird. Um, man, muffins and babies. Oh, my gosh. I have to know what – I don't have any children currently, but <laughs> I'm going with – I'm going with the second one, muffins and babies, because I don't sneeze that often. Yeah. Yeah. yeah All so right. That's, that's I it. think that's I'm going to go with that one. 
that's an interesting answer. I'm gonna I'm gonna be honest with you. I think that was the wrong answer. But everything else you said has absolutely wowed me. So wait, I'll give wait, you a pass you, you, on this one. I need I need for you to justify the first one really quickly. I mean, listen, it's not. I, I'm not. I don't think I'm alone in thinking that I'm. I've always wondered what it'd be like to be a woman. I've always wondered what it'd be it. like to be in between. You know, so it's like it would be nice to be able to experience those things, get a better understanding of the world, rather than like, let's say you're. 45 years old you're this crazy guy pushing a stroller around someone looks in the stroller oh he's got a poppy seed muffin in the stroller oh he all of a sudden becomes this crazy person pushing around a muffin you know what i mean or or he starts digging into a muffin that he got from starbucks but in reality he's actually a child's head and then you found out that he's a he's a, a cannibalistic serial killer this is very true this is very true but what about if you're pushing that baby and then you start sneezing like two or three times in a row and you're instantly changing your sex like immediately. Yeah, yeah. No, you make a good point, and I appreciate your thinking. Uh, I think I appreciate your way of thinking. You're absolutely right. There we go. All right, last question. This is very important to me. Dogs or cats? One hundred percent dogs. That's the right answer, my friend. I figured you'd end on a good note on that one, Demario. Thank you so much for joining us. We really appreciate it. You're the man. Uh, we wish you nothing but the best of luck in your life, and uh, hopefully. With Becky, we'll see. Not to put pressure on it. We don't want to put pressure on it. But, like, yes, if you guys do yes. meet up and go on a first date, like, you're coming back on the podcast to talk about it. Well, we'll, we'll, we'll definitely be meeting up. We're, I'm going to come out there in three weeks. So oh, thank sh- you for having me, though. So we'll have to uh, – I, I forgot to put that little caveat in there. Yeah. I am coming out. All right, cool, man. Tomorrow, no, coming out. No, no additional pressure as well. But hopefully if you get out to L.A., me, you, Jared – Ashley, Becky, and Kaylin all go on a triple date somewhere. <laughs> yes, Let's please. Let's do it. That would be sweet. <laughs> well, thank you so much for having me on, guys. This no, has been great. Thanks for having. Thanks yeah. for coming on, man. man. Appreciate you. Most definitely. Have a good one. Thanks you too, man. Bye. Becky, he's very sweet. He, I like I gotta, him a lot. I gotta admit, I was like I said, I was skeptical at first, but he really seems to have checked all my boxes. He seems to have stepped up to the plate and knocked it out of the park. I'm an absolute fan of Demario right now. I'm a big fan too. He's got his stuff together. He, he does. Yeah, he's grown. So <laughs> he's definitely grown. He's a man. That's a man you're talking to right he's there. Grown. That's no boy. And Becky, the, the the thing is too, and I think I touched on a little bit about this when I was talking to him too, is when you said that you were celibate a couple weeks ago in that uh, the get to know you episode. And you said that you were interested in dating. I was like, well, that's going to be a hard thing to confront in mm-hmm. dating. And then when he was talking about himself, I was like, wow, this guy's actually really cool. And then when he said he's been celibate for the past two years, that absolutely is what solidified everything for me to make me think that he seems like uh, he already seemed like a great guy. But that's what made me seem like you two were a good fit for each other, you know? Yeah, no, me too. It like it will bring like a level of comfort like that I've actually never had in a relationship before. And then also him just being like really open about his faith and that we can, you know, communicate about that too is huge. So, um, I'm excited. I liked his answers. Um, yes. Anything changed? Was there like anything that's, that stood out? Yeah. When he said, um, that I carry quality qualities that he looks for in a spouse. I was like, Oh, did oh. your heart flutter right there? <laughs> <laughs> it did something. <laughs> oh, I like it. Uh, so all positives? From Yeah. Th- well, that's a great thing. He comes out yeah. in three weeks? 
Yep, he's coming out. He bought his plane ticket last night, and um, we'll see how that goes. Becky, sure, all positives, but what about that muffin question? You're telling me even even though he wanted to change sex every time he sneezed? Or no, I'm sorry, he wanted to miss not, not be able to tell the difference between most of the babies. What a crazy maniac. I completely checked out when you asked that, Dean. Honestly, didn't hear He answered properly. You just don't eat muffins anymore. That's it. Muffins I are no that- longer a part of your diet. I think he also just like had perspective, you know? He wanted to hear your side, Dean. So that was a great quality too. Listen, I get I get it. I get it. And I just feel like we're giving him excuses right now. <laughs> okay, no, so I'm, we see one red flag. Got it. I yeah, yeah, that's the red flag. You might just like red. eat a baby every like, once in a while. That's not so bad. It's more it's more of like a like a lavender slash pink type flag. It's not even red. It's just, you know. Okay. I'll write it down. It's though. a pinkish shoe flag. We're fine. But he checks off all the boxes otherwise so far, so I'm happy. And I'll I agree. keep you guys updated. He checks my boxes too. If Caitlin and I break up and it doesn't work out between you and him, I think I might uh, slide into Slide his into DM. DeMario's <laughs> DMs. I'm make, impressed. I'm honestly impressed. Make this podcast full circle. Well, thanks guys for interrogating him and for being so involved in this uh possibly new relationship oh you just keep us up to date on like when he comes where you guys will go out on a date because dean and i will make sure that we are like tailing you guys that we're sitting at a table safely six feet away but just watching making sure everything's you know he's being respectful everything's going well we're gonna be like your dads during this date and it's gonna be great and we're gonna record it all and put it on the podcast perfect i can't wait (laughs) yeah it's gonna be good and that will do it for this episode of Help I Suck at Dating. Dean Ungler, thank you so much for joining us from your car full of dudes just getting off the course. Please, come on. The listeners want to know, what did you shoot today? Uh, hey, Jared, thank you for having me as a guest <laughs> on your podcast today. I really appreciate it. Uh, everyone keeps saying that I was playing golf today. And while I will neither confirm nor deny that fact, I will say that I shot in the low 90s. Not worth not worth missing the first half of a very oh. What a crappy day. I'm, bl- I'm so disappointed. I was fully expecting like a 78, 79. All right. Well, definitely not worth missing the podcast, but that's okay. A big thank you to also Nicole Birch. Her, check out her new special. It's fantastic. Never Been Kissed. It is streaming on Apple TV, Amazon Prime. Uh, she is wonderful, and we loved having her on. Uh, big thank you, of course, to our producer, Becky, for sharing her love life. And a big thank you to Demario Johnson, uh, her, uh, I don't want to say love interest because that seems premature, but the guy that she's talking to, thank you so much to Mario for coming on, uh, and being vulnerable. You truly are the man. And we are very excited for the both of you. Thank you so much for anonymous emailing us. Please keep sending us your emails at I suck at dating at iheartmedia.com. Keep sending your emails. We love it. It's our favorite segment. Uh, follow us on Instagram, help I suck at dating. I post pictures of Dean's face all the time. You don't want to miss that. And, uh, Dean, what should the, the, the listeners do? Uh, well, listen, if they're not already subscribed, subscribe and be sure to tune in next week because maybe we'll suck just a little bit less. Follow help by suck at dating on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. It's time to celebrate Black History Month. 
at the Walmart Black and Unlimited Clock. On Thursday, February 29th from 8 a.m. to 8 p.m., you can celebrate an extra day of Black History Month with Walmart. This event is free and open to the public at two locations, Flatiron Plaza in New York City and Ovation Hollywood in Los Angeles. With giveaways dropping every hour on the hour, it's the perfect time to try, like, and share Black-led products. It's free, it's for everyone, and it's your chance to see how you can level up your daily routine with Black-led products that are creating a new world of choices at Walmart. Trust, you don't want to miss it. Boricua is the name for someone from Puerto Rico, but it's more than a name. It's a way of life and representation of the vibrant spirit of the island. Let the Boricua spirit welcome you with a warm embrace to start each day and remind you why you travel in the first place. In Puerto Rico, you can forget where you came from and embrace where you are. With nearly 300 beaches and 300 miles of coastline, there's always new places to explore. The island's diverse geography offers everything from secluded coves with white sand and crystalline water to stunning black sand beaches. There are spots that are perfect for water sports. You can surf, snorkel, paddleboard, or go diving. To travel to Puerto Rico, there is no passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com. Hey, girlfriends. It's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.